0: Listening to Wake Up Springfield with Alex Bryant, News Director Don Luzader, and producer Cass Bowen Anderson on 933 and AM five sixty KWTO. Yeah,
1: little CeeLo Green. That's what Christmas means to me. Yeah, dude. Well, hey, we welcome back to Wake Up Springfield. We have the privilege and the honor once again to speak with our Congressman, um, Congressman Burleson. How are you this morning, sir? Doing great. Good morning. Good morning, so um are you ready for christmas? that's the question
0: well we um yes the answer is yes um we have to because we do a lot of traveling for different family members we we the only way for us to have our family Christmas was to have it um this week so i'm i'm done i've already i've already uh we've already unwrapped wow pretty much everything and 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 all that so it's been a good Christmas so far.
1: Now, were you naughty or were you nice?
0: <laughs> well, based on the gifts that I got from my wife, I've, I guess I was nice.
1: All right, then. There you go. So,
0: <laughs> now, okay, I
1: got another Christmas question. Now, for me and my family, my wife and I, obviously, we're one. We've been married for 28 years. Now, one of us may do maybe 98% of the shopping, and I just have to make, or, I mean, then one of us just buys for, you know, their wife. So how that play in your family? Who does the stuff there?
0: So, yeah, Angie buys most of almost all the gifts, and then I buy gifts for Angie. And then, yeah. sometimes, and then oftentimes I'll splurge on some items for the girls. And it's usually, you know, Angie keeps to a pretty tight budget, but for some reason I I have a, a soft heart when it comes to <laughs> the girls and gift giving. That's awesome. So I always go over budget.
1: That's um, awesome. As well you should. You got the girls there. You need to spoil them. so. <laughs> Let's get into this, man. I want to talk about one of my favorite subjects, the BFCS, the Biden Family Crime Syndicate. <laughs> <laughs> Give us an update. Tell us what's going on there.
0: Well, just recently, Hunter was charged with uh, tax evasion um, out of the California courts. Um, it, it was failure to pay at least $1.4 million in taxes. I don't know about you, but... <laughs> For me, that's a 1.4 million is lifetime of income, let alone. seriously
1: taxes. seriously.
0: And so the, and the irony is that this president will tweet out on occasion, you know it's time for the rich to pay their fair share. Well, excuse me, but I mean, this is, this is absolutely absurd when you're not even paying what you were supposed to be paying, when yeah. your family's not even paying that. And then the other thing that happened. Because apparently wasn 't just hunter biden 's it wasn 't paying taxes uh, just recently the um, one of the one of the daughters was determined to be not paying uh, uh, Ashley Biden I believe she owes thousands of dollars in income tax um, that she was supposed to pay for the year two thousand and fifteen and so it, this is just a family that continuously like there 's a culture of do what I say, not what I do. And, and really, it's criminal activity.
1: And and just the, I mean, just think about the arrogance and just the lack of awareness that Biden's going to say, the rich need to pay their fair share. When obviously your son's rich, you know, because let's, let's and, and he's getting jacked for these, you know, we know it's nefarious reasons. The guy's getting money from all these different foreign entities. But if you owe one point. How much was it? One point two or one point seven million in taxes? One
0: point four million.
1: Like that's rich and your son's and not paying it.
0: Yeah, and that's only from the tax years between twenty sixteen and twenty nineteen. As you know, he's been forgiven for everything prior to that. Yeah. Which was millions of dollars that he should have paid in taxes.
1: It's crazy. Well, um I I talked about my the story that I, I shared a little bit earlier. Um his brother James Biden was recently um, stealthily recorded by the FBI, or he was not, not recently, these tapes came out. And, um, you know, it was, and his, um, his brother James had received money from a, an attorney in Mississippi named, um, Richard Scruggs. And that attorney was paying him approximately $100,000 so that he could get President Biden, who was then Senator Biden, to lobby on behalf of their company. And so just another example. Of the corruption that we see, how Biden for five decades now has been using his um, influence and his position to enrich his family, um, you know so maybe tell us what 's going on in the impeachment process like you know you guys are still kind of in the inquiry phase, um, getting facts and details, but you know how do you see that moving forward if at all
0: it, it, I believe it will move forward now that we 've had the vote for impeachment inquiry, so now it 's a formal vote. Every Republican voted for it. I was worried that we would have some holdouts, but we ended up, even Ken Buck, who had said that he wasn't going to vote for it, ended up voting for it. And so I think that's a strong statement, and it gives us the legal precedent to be able to get some of these things that that we've been denied. So, for example, we've been denied access to the archives, to the emails that Joe Biden was Using a pseudonym name for, yeah. we've been denied access to those. We've been denied access. Obviously, Hunter Biden won't come in for a deposition. I don't. I think this puts us in a stronger position to do that. The problem is now this is all. This is going to start be slowing down because it's going to be all drug out in the courts. But you know, we, yeah. No, I was just
1: going to say like, yeah, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, Congressman, but like, isn't that an insult to be denied? Like, aren't you guys the ones that they're set up? by our founding fathers to do the oversight. How, wh- how can you be denied?
0: Yeah, I, I don't see how we can be. I think, though, the, we're, we're in a position where the, the remedy for that is the court system. And the problem is the court system is, is extremely slow when it wants to be slow. And it's really fast when it wants to be fast. Yeah. As you've seen, um, you know it's taken months. And there's been no real investigation of Menendez. Yeah, and yet we threw out George Santos in a matter of months, and we and then they prosecuted Trump with lightning speed in four different prosecutions all over the United States. So they they'll be they're fast when they want to be fast, and they're slow when they can be slow.
1: It's absolutely ridiculous because you know we sit here as the average American person, and just the two tiered justice system is so blatant, it is so obvious and um and then the the department of justice they stonewall you look at Leslie wolf we've we've talked about her before um you know mm-hmm. how she goes before congress in, in her committee and 79 times says oh well uh, you know i'm not going to answer that like that's just wh- wh- how, yeah that's ridiculous i mean any thoughts on that like how did they get away with that
0: yeah no to me the um i i i told mccarthy when he was the speaker Leslie Wolf, we should zero out her salary. We, the only way to change DC or to change this culture of, to your point, the two tier justice system or people using their, their positions for partisan influence is to, is to fire some people. Yeah. Fire people when they do that kind of stuff. Zero out their salary. And if you're not willing to do that, it's going to continue. And McCarthy's response to me was that, we needed to fix FISA and we needed to fix, you know, some of the mechanics of that. I, you know, respectfully disagree. I think that, Hey, yes, we do need to fix FISA, but, but you, but you're not going to, you're not going to scare bureaucrats into doing the right thing just by fixing FISA or even defunding the FBI headquarters. It doesn't harm an individual person, you know, to their core, or scare them to their core to do the right thing. If All you're doing is defunding their new, their new headquarters that they probably will never even occupy. Yeah,
1: man, Congressman, you know, when you look at, you know, all that's happening there in, um, um, you know, Congress. And I think that they put out, you guys have a 19% approval rate only passed 27 bills, you know, this year, um, Chad Pergram was reporting on that. And, um, what what do you guys need to do? Like what does Congress need to do to get back to the, the positive gracious in our, in the eyes of the people?
0: We, I, I would say first, I would say it's not a bad measurement to say we've, we've only passed what is it? 27 bill. Yeah. We don't want government like speed tracking and fast tracking legislation. That is not a good idea. Yeah. If Congress, if Congress convened and did nothing for an entire year, the American people would be safe.
1: Yeah, but so then when you look at stuff like the border, statement. though, we need you guys to do something. You know what I mean? That's, yes. These are bills we want and to address. My,
0: and then my to my second comment to that is that the really big things, like fixing the border, like correcting the, the justice system, all of those are not going to happen with this Congress. They're just not. Man. And even even if we took back the Senate, the problem that I see from the inside looking in is that there are too many moderates even within the republican party and i'm and i don't know you know i'm not going to get involved in other people's races but the american people need to wake up really look at the voting record of their member and decide if is my is our member of congress part of the deep state um and, and ask that question because and what we're trying to do is get more votes more of these votes on amendments that will establish a record and to, and to differentiate conservatives from the moderates.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, you know, we're thankful that we have uh, um, you. I mean, you're obviously a true conservative. Um, I think there's only probably one guy that I would have rather have seen there, but now looking back, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I'm not, I'm not there, <laughs> but um, you know, how can, how can you a first year or first term congressman, go in and help exact change? And I'm going to get you out here on this question. That's kind of what, what we're looking at.
0: You know, that's a, that's a good question. I think coming in, I've tried to just be a workhorse, tried to come in and and whatever, because I think that that's a, there's something lacking in that in Washington, DC people willing to roll up their sleeves and actually do diligent work, which is why what my team did at the beginning was research, the budget and find the 270 line items that we felt like was worth cutting, and of those line items, we were able to get about 80 line items either re- ent- removed entirely or cut cut down. And so, that kind of needlework is the kind of thing that you can do as a freshman, and what I've tried to do a lot of.
1: Well, Congressman, we thank you for your work, thank you for your dedication, thank you for your service, and. Um, we hope that you have a Merry Christmas. Oh, well, you've already done one Christmas, but as you're traveling, okay. be safe, and Merry Christmas with the extended family.
0: Merry Christmas.
1: Hey, God bless you. Thanks for your time. There you go. So there you have it. We've had um, a Missouri Speaker of the House, Elijah Har, former Missouri Speaker of the House. We have our current Congressman, Eric Burleson. We're going to have a school board member and a presidential candidate running for um, president on the Republican ticket here this term, Ryan Binkley. He will be with us. At um seven to fifty. That's only about twenty minutes away. Next we're gonna be talking about um Claudine Gay, the president of Harvard. She needs the role. She's cheating, she's lying, she's stealing. What else is she doing? We need to get rid of her. So we'll get to that after this um local news update with Logan Weber.